0: On today's episode, we talk about what we know so far about the world's most magical celebration of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, the premieres of some highly anticipated Disney Plus series, and quite a few news bits, as I like to say. We also look at the pros of staying on Disney property and the pros of also staying off Disney property, and whether it's worth it to stay at Disney World hotels. This is episode 337 of the Capture the Magic podcast. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined as usual by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing?
1: I am doing well. How are you?
0: I'm well as well.
1: You're well as well. How many times, That's can I great. use the word
0: "well." Yes. No, I am good. Uh anything anything new going on?
1: Uh we're going back to Disney next week.
0: Oh, that's right, we are. Yeah. That's true.
1: Yep. And we won't have a news I did I said oh. that I
0: figured you were gonna make fun of me for saying it so nonchalantly, but <laughs> just pass it. Yes, we are and we're very Sorry. excited about going. <laughs> 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 I'm still remembering the times we went like once every year or once every two times a year. So
1: It's crazy. Yeah. Um but we're going to cover Flower and Garden. We're gonna review it and everything and mm-hmm. and i'm excited if i'm excited about the farm garden we didn't go last year um we went in 2019 and um yeah it's, so it's been two years we didn't get to go last year we i think we talked about this before but we had gone to the opening of mickey mickey and Minnie's runaway railway on march 4th yes. which is also the opening opening day of garden and after we were at hollywood studios our kids were just basically like mm, we're done so <laughs> we had to go home and we missed it and we're like you know what we'll just go back in a few weeks no big deal and two weeks later it closed
0: well two weeks later the world just basically the everything like, we're gonna be closed for a while yeah like, oh didn't, yeah didn't really see that coming but okay yeah. right so yeah.
1: yeah so we're i'm excited to experience again for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then next week the episode we there won't have a news episode. We'll just have a, a special special topic episode. Won't say it yet, but um, but uh, no news or anything because we'll be at Disney.
0: Right. Well, we <laughs> we could do news, but it would probably be very <laughs> very old, short. Yeah. And more than likely, it would be there would be Disney would have like super breaking news between then and there. That usually so. happens. to us. Like tomorrow, they'll probably release a bunch of stuff when <laughs> probably. this comes out. So probably. It happens. It happens. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, there's quite a few Club 32 members that are going to be at Disney as well. Yeah. For that, so that'd be exciting. I'm
1: excited. But
0: very much so. I'm trying to think if there's, um, it, what was the booth you were most looking forward to?
1: A flower and garden. Oh, I like the fruici. See, I don't really care for the fruici. I love that much. the fruici because it's pretty and it's sweet, and I like sweet things. I'm not a big fan of like regular sushi. Right. But it's all like fruit stuff. So I was like, it's it's fun. I don't know. I like fruit. It's not bad. It's In Japan, by the way.
0: Yeah. It's better than the... Um, what was the other thing we got in Japan? The octopus for art? No, for the
1: that was Vibrante and Vivido. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that was a seafood delight. Um, de de yeah. <laughs> I feel, no. I can feel
0: the octopus suckers on my tongue. and I was like, mm, no. <laughs> I'd rather not do this, but... <laughs>
1: No, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to them finally announcing the menus, because we, ha- we don't really know exactly what it's at each booth this yeah, year, or kitchen yeah. or whatever, um, and the merchandise as well, and all that, so I'm I'm assuming it'll be very, very, very similar to what they've done for flower and garden or for uh, Food and Wine, and ho- Probably. I'm and not seeing year. a lot
0: of changes, like, you know, especially during... The age of COVID, they I don't think they're going to switch yeah. things up big time. So,
1: but yeah, the some of the topiaries are already up and the the uh outdoor kitchen stands are actually there, they're just not opened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that'll be that'll be fun.
0: It's always funny between uh, when you and you have that little time between festivals at Upcot, it's just nowadays it's just dead over there. <laughs> I know, like nobody's there because I think the wait times are yeah. frozen. We're like what 15 minutes, we were looking like midday. Well, because our daughter now is into. Like, Jamie, she checks wait times at Disney on Jamie's phone. And so she just announces them to us during the day. It is hilarious. <laughs> she's
1: like, Mommy, can I check wait times on your phone? I'm like, okay. So I open the app and go to Magic Kingdom. And she's like, 45 minutes? That's crazy. <laughs> and she just picks another one. She does not very much like and that. And she's very dramatic. But I guess I do that. You do do that. <laughs> I'm like, well,
0: because she came like, upstairs. What? So I was in the office. Minutes. And she came upstairs, opened my door. And she goes, Daddy. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, a small world's 15 minutes. And I was like, okay. And she's like, it's so long. And then <laughs> walks away. And I was like, "Your, your mother. Because that's something Jamie would probably but that's,
1: do. i not something I like made her do or just had her do. She just all of a sudden just wanted to do it. So. She did.
0: She very much did. So I don't know. That, that's what happens here in our household. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, we've got quite a bit of news to talk about. And then, like we said, we we're going to do a. Uh, segment we haven't visited this since 2017
1: and we did it maybe a a little bit but it wasn't a a full episode about it so
0: obviously since 2017 some things have changed Mm -hmm. a few Mm
1: -hmm. if you
0: will Mm -hmm. uh so we're going to talk about staying on property versus staying off property and if it's worth it you know in 2021 staying off on property or you know pros and cons of all that stuff so yeah but before we do that, we just want to remind you to check out some of the other shows on the Capture Magic Network. We have the CTM Universal show, which obviously we discuss Universal Studios on that one, which is at least once a month over there. So you can check that on this feed. But it also has its own feed, which eventually we'll just let it be on its own. Eventually it's going to move out and go on its own. So eventually, once it gets some furniture. And then uh, we have Trip Tales, which is a once a month. And uh, is the Trip Tales get released this week correctly?
1: Correctly, correct. Be, yeah, it, it got released this past uh, Monday. Okay. So I'll have another one uh, coming in March.
0: Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. And now we also have Distry, but that is a Club 32 exclusive show. Uh, comes out once a month along with Cool Kids Kitchen, uh, Club 32 Speakeasy, and now we have Marvel Chats. They've been weekly because of WandaVision being so confusing um, every week. <laughs> it's just requiring everybody gets on there and we're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, those probably going forward will be at the very least once a month. So it, it's always fun to do it's, and again, it again. And also on top of that, you get, uh, we do live streams in the park. So we're going to flower and garden. We'll be doing live streams there. Plus, uh, we have got, you get 20% off all the apparel as well. So if you go to CTM you can join there. We have a free trial. So if you're not sure if it's worth it, if you're like, I'm not even know, you can do the free trial, you can test it out. And if you don't like it, then no harm, no foul. You can, we'll Go on your merry way. And, of course, if you haven't subscribed to the show or left us, a review, uh, left us a review, we'd please ask you to do so. And, of course, our show is brought to you by our lovely sponsor, Zippity Doodah Travel. So, if you're looking to go to Disney or Universal or anywhere, Mexico, can, if you want to go anywhere, maybe you're, it's really cold where you're at because it's been cold in a lot of places and you're like, I want sunshine. Just go to TravelWithZip.com. Tell them what you're looking to do and, or just tell them, I want sun, and they'll help you find it. the sun. Just tell them that's where you want to go and they'll give you some options so uh so again yeah travel with zip.com they get you hooked up with an agent and they really do make the process super simple and and we've had there's a lot of you know people have been using them lately obviously more people going back to disney and it just it just takes the stress off i know we use them yeah. a lot and it's just easier for us with everything of just you know snagging hotel or not hotel but sometimes hotel but food reservations and things like that so they're fantastic. Go over there. They'll know They'll know we sent you, but you can tell them we also sent you there if you'd like. But <laughs> yeah. They'll know. So, again, travelwithzip.com. <laughs> so, okay. Let's get to the news. Alrighty. righty. All right. Uh, first one we have here is the world's most magical celebration. That's what it's being called. It's in quotations. Mm-hmm. Uh, begins October 1st.
1: Yeah. Uh, they announced this. It was uh, last last Friday, so we kind of... We almost cut it, but didn't quite make it. As usually happens. <laughs> As usually happens. Um, so it, it's basically uh, just a little bit of a preview, a little bit of a sneak of what they're going to do for the 50th uh, anniversary celebration at uh, Magic Kingdom, Walt Disney World, all that stuff. So um, I'm going just to kind of read what they say. So, beginning October 1st, Walt Disney World Resort will throw the, most, the world's most magical celebration in honor of 50th anniversary bringing new experiences to our four theme parks and beyond. This milestone is such a big deal, we've even coined a new word, iridescence, ear Um, to describe what you'll see when you visit. Our Disney teams are all, creating all sorts of new decorations that will shimmer and sparkle all day into the night. Um, as part of the celebration, Cinderella Castle at Magic Kingdom Park will add to its royal makeover from last year. As you can see, and there's a rendering in this article, the castle will feature golden bunting and a 50th anniversary crest as part of its festive new look. The castle will add even more magic at night, joined by icons at each of the other three theme parks as they transform into beacons of magic. Uh, There's another video in the article. You can get a feel for what they'll look like with pixie dust on Cinderella Castle, magical fireflies inhabiting the Tree of Life at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and special new touches coming to life on the Hollywood Tower Hotel at Disney's Hollywood Studios. At Epcot, new lights will shine across the reflective panels of Spaceship Earth, connecting to one another and resembling stars in a nighttime sky. This permanent new lighting, permanent, will con- continue beyond the world's most magical celebration as a defining feature of the park. Um, you also want to keep an eye out for Mickey and Minnie Mouse, who will have sparkling new looks for the celebration. As hosts of the event, they'll be dressed for the occasion in custom-made fashions of ear fabric with gold highlights. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Speaking for my fellow Walt Disney World cast members, looking forward to it. Yada yada yada, all that stuff. Um, so basically, just a little bit of what we can find. Um, I'm sure this is just the first of many articles about what's gonna be coming. But um, it's going to last 18 months.
0: I'm surprised if they mention it again. <laughs> Stop. Probably just pretty, pretty low key. Be my guess. <laughs>
1: so so it's an 18 month long celebration basically it's going to go into march of 2023 yeah so i think you know they they did this for the 65th or the 60th i'm sorry 60th at disneyland it it was like a year and a half long yeah um so i'm not surprised that it's this long but it's it's, i think they're just trying to get everybody opportunity to come and experience it you know because there's so many trips that were delayed because of covid and everything Mm -hmm. um but uh what do you what do you think thoughts on what we know so far sir
0: um well it looks i mean spaceship earth looks really cool like the the prototype artwork that they show it looks cool i i i like the castle i know it's kind of some people like it some people don't i think it looks pretty good it's better than the birthday cake that they had
1: it is better than the. so i mean
0: if we're doing that that's that's a plus what'd you say that one of them was uh the lights what they call that I had it in my head that I lost. Beacon it. of magic. Yes. What is a beacon of
1: magic? <laughs> that's what they called it. <laughs> I feel like I want to have something
0: that is like that's my beacon of magic.
1: Um. So, uh, in addition to what they had said on the Disney Parks blog article, Zach Ridley, Imagineer Zach Ridley, he provided a little more information about what's going on for Spaceship Earth at Epcot. Um, and he basically said, "It said." Um, talking about Spaceship Earth is a unique structure recognized around the world. To honor this idea our Imagineers have created custom lighting features that literally emerge from her unique architecture. These features will shine across Spaceship Earth's silver panels and connect with one another resembling shimmering stars in the sky. Spaceship Earth has maintained a classic multicolor lighting design for nearly 40 years. Um, her classic will be maintained and accentuated through new colors and intensity in programmed expressions that extend into a new main entrance fountain in the entire World Celebration area. So it's going to be in the whole area. I feel like what's There's going on a here lot is going it's, on. Getting,
0: it's getting it's getting a makeover. It's getting a, it is getting a makeover, like, yes. It's like, what was the show they used to do that? On? Like, home, home, extreme, make, extreme home makeover, extreme
1: makeover home edition.
0: And they're like, move that bus, and then it's going to be just sexy world should not world sh- that bus. Me, but, uh,
1: move that bu- um, yeah
0: now i can't think world spaceship earth spaceship earth uh huh you start chanting my brain stops cuz i don't know what's going on Sorry. um no i'm really excited because i i honestly I've, as i've been taking more pictures mm-hmm. spaceship earth is one of the the better ones to get good pictures of yeah i don't know what it is it's some of the way it's i mean it's the
1: lighting some it's, of the lighting and yeah. i think
0: the way that it looks potentially the lighting on that could be really really cool so
1: yeah, and I'm excited for the new costuming from Mickey and Minnie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm excited for that. It's very purple blue iridescent. It's very really, potion purple what, ir- what they did in what is
0: iridescent Asia. supposed to be exactly?
1: Um it's supposed to be kind of like a, a mix a mix of blues and purples, I oh, think. And okay. and a little bit of pink, maybe. Maybe. Um I wanna create a color. So <laughs> um so yeah, lots of lots of uh, stuff coming and we'll find find out more in the months to come i'm sure but we will be there on october 1st
0: we will and then yes we, we may leave very quickly after that because it could be really really busy we it could
1: <laughs> be it probably won't. it will be <laughs> uh,
0: no we will be we will we will brave it so uh all right the next <laughs> one we have up is a hobbit studios character breakfast is returning so we got some more stuff coming back
1: Fine. Yes. Uh, breakfast is back at Hollywood and fine starting March 22nd. Uh, wave and snap photos of your favorite Disney junior characters while dining on a delicious and hearty a la carte breakfast. Start with a shareable pastry basket for the table and choose your breakfast entree, such as the delicious French toast stuffed with chocolate hazelnut spread and all you care to enjoy pancakes. Um, and there's more information, like uh, you can get salmon bagels, you can get four egg scramble, you can get a four egg cheese omelet, um, get an egg frittata, and you can book starting February 26th. So I believe that is Friday. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the prices have come out for that, and it's $42 for adults and 27 for children, which is the same as Tobolino's Terrace. I think... Is it the same as Chef Mickey? I think it is. Uh, I think they're I think like the is. same across yeah. the board now.
0: I got to say, Hollywood and Vine, not the best reputation for food. For food. Mm-hmm. I mean, the character stuff, yeah, but I got to say bagels and salmon does not sound appealing for breakfast to me, but that's just me.
1: That, I mean, that... That's a thing. That's I a thing. I uh-huh. know it's a thing. Yeah. I just... I'm, you don't have to eat that No, one. I know. I'm just always <laughs> confused when I see
0: the thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, but... Yeah, um, yeah I mean... It, I'm glad I'm glad it's coming back. So
1: yeah, and there's more there's more information about the menu online, um, and I'll link it on the show notes. But I'm assuming it'll be Vampirina and Fancy Nancy and Doc McStuffins and probably Goofy, like they had before. It'll probably
0: be like well, yeah, they have the dance party thing, so just the same. Mm-hmm. thing, Yeah,
1: but um, someone was asking um, in the Facebook group about Sophia the First. No, I don't think she's coming. <laughs> I don't. think I don't so. think they're she's they're using her anymore. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's an, another character meal we can look forward to.
0: Yes. Hopefully, it's better than the lunch we had though.
1: Hopefully, and we'll see about the hours too, because usually yeah, they, they from like eight to ten thirty, but the parks don't like ever open at eight or Hollywood Studios never open at eight o'clock. Yeah, so right. They could have early morning breakfast yeah, now. they could. It makes sense. Who I would like to do that and just be there super duper early
0: yeah that'd be cool that would be pretty cool yeah (laughs) Yeah. turn in ihop with all you can eat pancakes that's a good way to get you in the door i'll say that much um all right the next one we have is magic kingdom tv universe is in the works for disney plus
1: yeah um so disney is ready to bring the characters from its theme parks and classic films to life in a new way Um, The media giant is teaming up with For All Mankind character Ron Moore to develop a franchise for streamer Disney Plus that is set in Disney's beloved Magic Kingdom. The first project in the works uh, as part of the so-called Magic Kingdom universe is the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, which is set in a world where all of the themed lands and characters of the Disney parks and classic films actually exist in another reality. Um, notice Disney superfan and "For All Men" can create around Moore will write and executive produce. Um, the potential series is currently in a development stage. In success, Moore will build out the Magic Kingdom universe and oversee the entire franchise. Uh, he would like to expand the franchise in a way that is similar to the world he built out of sci-fi's *Battlestar Galactica*. Oh, um, more recently, what Marvel is creating for Disney Plus. Um, so yeah, this sounds really fun.
0: It's intriguing I mean, how they're gonna do that. But yeah, I mean I know.
1: But like like I want like that'd be so fun. Like if Magic they, Kingdom although I'm gonna real? say
0: if they do a if they do a Magic Kingdom multiverse, that's just gonna be a little too much. If we've got <laughs> I mean there although you could do one there's one universe in Timeline where Peter Pan is a good guy, and the other one where he is obviously the villain, and then they fight each
1: other. Uh, okay. <laughs> sure. Just saying. That was possible. Um, the idea, per sources, is to explore characters like Seaboat, Captain from Jungle Cruise, or Prospector from Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, or the Climbers of the Mountain Horn, like in Disneyland, for example, as part of the world of the, the Society of Explorers of Adventures. But this is not like confirmed, but they're just thinking that it'll be along the lines of that.
0: I, you know, so. I think Disney is going to, I think people may be surprised how heavy Disney is going to go into Disney Plus programming. Because at this point, what Disney is now becoming is a streaming company with theme parks. And I, I even say that with, mm-hmm. I think the streaming Ooh, yeah. side is going to be bigger than the movie stuff. Because we don't even know how movies are going to come back after COVID. I mean, they were already outside of the big tent films like the Marvel movies and, and you know. I, you could even say it somewhat. The Fast and the Furious type movies that Universal has, movies have been on a downtrend for a while. COVID didn't mm-hmm. help anything. Mm-hmm. So, I that's an interesting thing because we know streaming is is going to continue to grow. So, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of how I look at Disney now. Is and they've even said they're going to put more money into streaming and not as much into the parks. And it's, I think it's becoming a much more focus. I mean, if you and if you look, people at, are home. <laughs> well, if you look at Wandavision, you look at the shows they are producing. Like these things look like movies. It's they not, look very good. It's not yeah. It's not your you know, normally when you would see, you know, a Marvel, like even Agents of Shield on ABC, that was a Marvel associated show. But the special effects were T V show quality. Yeah. You know, we're stuff like WandaVision looks just like Endgame or Infinity War. So I don't know. I think people yeah. they'll they'll probably do a lot more of stuff like this. Obviously if this works, because You can just build a universe inside of their own. I mean, if you think about the MCU and what they could do here with Magic Kingdom or the other stuff, you can build an entire universe in your platform, and that's just going to draw tons of people in.
1: Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to pour money into the thing that saved you during COVID.
0: Well, it's the thing that (laughs) saved you in COVID, but it's also the thing that's just... It's the now in the future. Yeah. And that was always going to be the case, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's probably on a whole, it's probably cheaper than... The maintenance and stuff in the theme parks well and while we're talking about disney plus uh they made some other announcements this week um some new shows coming to disney plus uh so <laughs> we have mighty ducks game changers <laughs> will premiere march 26th and there is a trailer for this
1: i have not seen the trailer yet but it either. does have Emilio in it You mean gordon bombay yes i do mean gordon bombay and lauren graham okay. she's in it too
0: is charlie in it
1: i don't adam
0: f- banks I don't, Goldberg?
1: I don't think so. Cake eater? Maybe. Stop, I don't. know. <laughs> I don't know. I remember all these names coming <laughs> to me now.
0: Who the the guy that played the big tough kid that was in Daredevil? What was his name in it? I can't remember now. He played the sidekick in Daredevil, but he was like the big bully oh, guy.
1: Um, yes. Now that you ask me, now I can't. I can't tell remember you. his name. That's all right. <laughs> Are they going to
0: go get a gold medal again? I want him to go to the Olympics. Probably. Again. All right. Um, we also have Loki is premiering on June eleventh. Uh, so does uh, season two of Zenimation.
1: Which I don't, I haven't watched Zenimation. I haven't either. It's all, I keep seeing it, but. Yeah. But I'm excited for Loki. For sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Big Shot, it debuts April 16th.
1: Which you said is what?
0: It's Mighty Ducks for girls. <laughs> it's Mighty it's, Ducks for girls. Big Shot is John Stamos. Yes, it is. Coaching girls. And he basketball in the poster. He looks like he's over his head.
1: <laughs> he's in over his head. He's over his head. <laughs> What's
0: he going to like it? I, was, I saw it. and I'm like, well, it's John Stamos. I'll watch it. But it's like, I just feel like this is Mighty Ducks. Now, I doubt they're going to have John Stamos have like, you know, he got a DUI. and has to go coach girls basketball.
1: I uh, I read the synopsis. I don't I don't think it's that. No. Like if
0: you look, if you watch the regular Mighty Ducks, the, the first one, it's mm-hmm. not a movie today's like the standards would be like a guy that gets a DUI. His punishment is to go coach kids, in which he drives a limo onto the ice and <laughs> basically beats them up. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh they're fine Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see, but it, it seemed very mighty Ducks-ish to me. Is mm-hmm. that a word, duxish? Anyways, mm-hmm. yes. uh, we also have <laughs> Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Careful with that wording. Uh, that premieres <laughs> May fourth, obviously, because
1: May the fourth. Yeah, may mm-hmm. it,
0: may it be with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, High School Musical. Dear God, the musical, the series <laughs> season two premieres May fourteenth. <laughs> May God be with us. Uh, <laughs> the mysterious Benedict Society is set for a June twenty fifth release. We have Monsters at Work on July second, Turner and Hooch July sixteenth, and Chippendale Park Life on Ju- July twenty
1: third. Yeah, so lots of uh, lots of new stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: all right. Well, that's all Disney Plus. Related things, so lots of things. I'm sure they'll announce even more things coming. So, Uh, (laughs) all right, next bit of news we have is Joe Roddy is now with Virgin Galactic as the experience architect.
1: Yeah, um, so he's not retiring. Retiring, (laughs) he's just leaving Disney.
0: Well, I think that was we all knew that was the. It was essentially a firing, but we're gonna let you say you're retiring. Um, it was more budget cuts, really.
1: So, so he is becoming the experience architect, the first one for Virgin Galactic. um, He was brought in as a strategic advisor to help design and guide the overall experience journey for future astronauts, friends and family, and inspired fans alike. And according to Virgin Galactic, they said, Joe will become Virgin Galactic's first experience architect, bringing more than 40 years experience from Walt Disney Imagineering, where he led projects that transformed the image of Disney's iconic experiences and attractions. Rhodey is truly a transcendent creator whose design work leverages careful detailed composition to create authentic and remarkable experiences the work he is starting will stimulate curiosity guide the imagination and anchor the virgin galactic customer experience with purposefulness and meaning um and then someone else said something basically echoing what he said um but yeah so he is working on astronaut stuff now He's like, I've conquered Earth. I'm going to move up to the sky.
0: I'm just curious, like, because <laughs> it, it says in there, Jordy is as a ch- strategic advisor to help design and guide the overall experience journey for future astronauts. What does that really mean?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: Are they going to, like, to, I mean, if they're going to Mars, that's a long ways away. <laughs> it takes a while to get there. Are they essentially going to make a, like, a theme park inside of the space shuttle for them? Like,
1: I'm not sure. I don't know. That's sure interesting. Exactly. Like,
0: I mean, then there's some somebody else from Disney also is another imagineer
1: other. is whenever diverging Virgin galactic as well. I can't remember her name. Yeah. But she was work she worked on some high high profile stuff. I
0: I keep wondering and we haven't heard it yet if if Universal ends up nabbing some of these guys and, oh, and gals know. leaving I would assume they would be I mean that that happens a lot in the past of so they'll pick up, you know, old Disney imagineers, so.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens with Joe Rody goes Joe Rodeo goes to space.
1: <laughs> it's like not peri- coming, Curious George not says,
0: coming to Disney Plus but true. <laughs> it would. All right, and we have uh, another bit of news here, annual passholder exclusive weekday offerings at Animal Kingdom.
1: Yeah, so on weekdays from February 22nd through March 19th, passholders can head to DinoLand USA at Animal Kingdom to find a variety of passholder exclusive offerings. Um Chester and Hester's Dinosaur Treasures, I want you to try your luck at Fossil Fun Games with a special promotional offer. You buy three game tickets, you get a complimentary retired non-Disney plush. Okay. <laughs> and It says, try four exclusive beverages available for purchase at Restorontosaurus Lounge. Um, you can enjoy an exclusive cookie featuring Donald Duck available for purchase at Dino Bite Snacks. And you get a complimentary Donald Duck Magnet, which makes its return for pickup in Dinoland USA. This is the magnet from Flower and Garden last year.
0: I got to do something with them. Like, we have all of these. Let's mm-hmm. just keep
1: them away over here. Um, and I didn't realize that because I never got one last year. And then at some point that I was like, oh, okay.
0: And they want people to go to Dinoland.
1: They want you to go to Dinoland. They want you to go to Animal Kingdom during the week. So there you go. Mm-hmm. That's just nothing really more to say except for I want the magnet. So I don't know. We are short on magnets. <laughs> short? I mean, Whatever. We have no room in our fridge for more. <laughs> That's but, true. We don't. Uh,
0: all right. Well, we've got some news bits here real quick. Uh, the people Motor refurb is moved again, extended to April 3rd. So yeah. we'll see if that is actually accurate there. <sighs> yeah. uh, Woody, Buzz, Bo Peep, and Jesse have brand new costumes for the parks, uh, which will roll out to all theme parks soon. And they do look better. Much better. They don't look as creepy. <laughs> they don't have that dead eye look that they the No, they the do uh, Big River Grill and Brewing Works has reopened on the boardwalk. So, boardwalk's getting some stuff coming back. Mad Tea Party is now under refurbishment. Thank goodness. <laughs> our daughter Sorry. will be crushed. <laughs> That's our thing, though. We always ride the together. I know,
1: you guys. It's your thing.
0: You you have a thing against it because you don't like going in circles. I can't do I it. I know. Uh, the Cinderella Castle stage and moat area is now under construction. Mm-hmm. Epcot is testing the harmonious show at night uh, right now. So yeah. I know a few members in the in the CTM community said that they saw it. They were at Epcot, be able to check. Well, it out.
1: one said she's staying at Boardwalk. Yeah, she's like they're testing it right now.
0: Yeah, she yelled it just like that. Too. <laughs> uh, and Hollywood Studios is testing Fantasmic potentially.
1: Maybe could it could just be lighting stuff, but the the lights have been on. Lately, but it would make so.
0: sense for them to start. I I think it makes sense, the timing, to bring that back. Yeah. uh, There are Miss Piggy and Kermit... How do you say this? Nuemos. Nuemos coming out Mm -hmm. on Monday. Mm Mm-hmm. I I can't say that I understand that (laughs) trend, but they're coming out on Monday. Uh, And the third installment of Tom Holland's Spider-Man is called Spider-Man No Way Home, and it comes out on Christmas and only in theaters.
1: Let's talk about the only in theaters part. I actually like this. I don't think it should be experienced first on Disney Plus.
0: Well, it wouldn't be cuz Sony's attached to it. They, they wouldn't be able to do Disney Plus only cuz this is the, Oh, it's
1: Sony as well?
0: Well, yeah, cuz so Disney doesn't oh, own Marvel doesn't was. own the rights to Spider-Man. They basically Sony leases them out to them to be in the MCU. Oh. That's probably okay. why it's theaters only because they there's probably no really way to come to an agreement on a streaming platform, so
1: yeah, okay, that would well, be my guess. But that makes sense then.
0: Yeah, so, um, and we do have a rumor, mm-hmm. if you will, uh, Space Two Twenty Restaurant may open as early as May, according to the user of the WDW Magic forums. Uh, Jim Hill had previously reported it would be open by the fiftieth, and the res and the uh, excuse me, the reservations would be available for booking by the summer.
1: But yeah, but this this person who has had information before that was credible is saying that May, like the patina group that run, that's going to run the restaurant, mm-hmm. is looking to open by May. Which would be great, because it's supposed to open a long time ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, and it, it makes me think, too, Ratatouille's got to open by May as well, I would assume.
1: It's, it needs to open, like, tomorrow. Well, it's done. <laughs> I know.
0: They f- they're filming commercials for it. I know that much. So I feel like May is a timetable for that that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
0: Now, makes sense and versus happening. Those are two different sure. things many times, but.
1: Sure.
0: In the, in the mind of me, that's what it sounds <laughs> like at least. Um, all right. Well, before we get to, uh, we've got a poll time, and then we're going to talk about staying on property and off property, because that's all the news we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, just want to mention our. Sponsor, which is a new sponsor we have, which is Medterra uh, CBD. So I've talked about for a while how much I enjoy taking CBD and even, you know, if you're on a Disney vacation, lot of time CBD is good because Disney vacations can be kind of stressful because, you know, people are involved and people can kind of throw things sideways. So if you go to MedterraCBD.com, they have... A, a whole slew of products. So they got your your oil you can take, and they have full spectrum and isolates. So if you're if you're familiar with those, full spectrums are going to give you the most mood enhancing um, benefits, and just the whole plant. Isolates are, are you know more for pain and and things of that nature just specifically. But they have capsules, uh, gummies, which I, I really have been enjoying the gummies, um, topicals as well. So for pain, joint pain, things like that. And they even have some different ones for. They have an immune booster uh, blend, and they even have one for sleep, which CBD does help a lot. I know with my sleep, and they have some that have like melatonin, some other things like that. So they've got a ton of products that are really, really good. I've taken them for years, so very excited to have them as a sponsor. And if you use the code CTM twenty, you get twenty percent off your entire order. So uh, that's one of the bigger discounts that they. Other than they run sales themselves every once in a while, but that's one of the bigger discounts out there. So um if you're gonna get some cbd give them a try and they're they're a solid company happy have them on board so medterracbd.com cbd.com and the promo code is ctm20 so and you've even been taking some lately haven't you
1: yeah i mean like i've taken it periodically mm-hmm. for a while but um but yeah i've been taking it more lately
0: helping it's, with sleep a little bit it's
1: helping it's helping with my motion sickness a little bit too yeah so that's good. That's good.
0: At this point, we're throwing anything at the wall with your motion sickness, but <laughs> we did know. Yeah, that noticing that has helped a little bit with that.
1: So, <laughs> so,
0: all right. Uh, all right. We have poll time.
1: Poll time. Uh, this week, I talked about water. I want to know how you say <laughs> water. Should have ended
0: it there. Talked about water. water, the importance of it. Do oh. you need it? <laughs> uh,
1: I wanted to know how people stay hydrated in the parks. And um, so, uh, you know, there's a couple ways you can you can get you can drink water in the parks. And this, and you know, most people said seventy-one percent said, "I bring my own container with me into the parks and refill when needed." Uh, let's see, sixteen percent said I buy bottled water in the parks when I need it.
0: Those are what we call high rollers.
1: Eleven <laughs> percent said tap water is free, which means they just ask for. A cup of water at the quick service or the carts if they have it. Mm-hmm. And then 11 people... Uh, or um, 0.2% said other. And then one person said that water? I don't drink water. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> They're beer only. <owners. laughs> They're just beer only. But most of the consistency was I bring like my own like water bottle. Like refillable water bottle. Some people bring like the, the flavor packets mm-hmm. too and they mix them in. Um, some people bring... We will bring bottled water or, like, have it delivered to their hotel room and then bring it into the parks, which is what we do.
0: Yeah, we just throw, like, 10 of them in the bottom of the stroller.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is which works very well. Um, But, yeah, most people were Mm. very much like, I bring my own. Yeah. So
0: I will do the bottled water and I'll bring my own thing, a concoction of stuff Mm -hmm. I I bring. But I've gotten before, though, too, where it's the – they have those – water bottles that have a filter on them
1: mm-hmm. so if yep.
0: you know because florida jamie i i don't notice as much jamie can't stand the florida water i know a lot of people feel that way
1: so after living here for a year i've gotten a little bit used to I, it i I never
0: could tell really
1: there's there's a it yeah i, I know there is because i know yeah. there's
0: people that just despise it but um but if you have that filter thing it kind of makes and i've heard some people say they can still tell but it does help with that at least so but yeah so
1: but anyway, thank you everybody for answering the poll time this week. Um, yeah, I was yeah. very, I was very, I was very not surprised that you know the amount of people that brought their own water. So
0: right. And if you're going, just remember when it gets hot, drink drink your water. I've seen plenty of people pass out at Disney.
1: I could tell her daughter, "Are you drinking water today?" Yeah, I gotta stay hydrated, and she drinks her water.
0: She does. I like,
1: tell her that all the time. Gotta stay hydrated.
0: <laughs> she chugs it. Yes. Yeah. So. All right, well, uh, let's talk about our discussion topic uh, for today, which is the pros of staying on-site, the pros of staying off-site, and kind of, you know, obviously it's going to be dependent upon each situation, but basically, mm-hmm. is it worth it to stay on Disney property? Do we think it's do worth it? Do we think it is? I mean,
1: because, yeah, it's subjective for sure.
0: If we, Do we deem it <laughs> worthy in 2021? That it is. So, yes. So... Uh, So, first, we're going to talk about the pros of staying on Disney property.
1: Okay. Number one, you're in the Disney bubble. That's true. I feel like this is very valuable to a lot of people that vacation at Disney. They want to feel Disney 100% of the time, 24-7, 365 when they're at Uh, Disney every day of the year every day every day of the year (laughs) and their vacation yes (laughs) 24 7 um so you know we talk about like customer service uh, at disney the cast members is is just like a different level than than outside you know i mean sometimes people say universal is comparable um so there's you can think about that too but you know theming the theming of disney goes along with being in the disney bubble it's just you want to feel you want to immerse yourself in the full experience by staying right. on property so well
0: i mean that's one of the things that got me into enjoying going to disney because i went as a kid in you know in college at various times and it was always okay but staying on property it just it does have a different feel to it you know mm-hmm. you, it's just yeah yeah it's hard to describe it is different disney's level of service is just different yeah um yeah so i definitely understand that so yeah all right what's the next one
1: location um most of the Dis- of the Disney World property hotels are closer to the parks and Disney Springs. Um, this is less time to travel back and forth between the hotels and the parks. Um, some are within walking distance. Uh, Swan and Dolphin and the Disney Springs hotels are also walking distance. They're the exceptions to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of them are within walking distance now. Especially now that the walkway opened up between Magic Kingdom and... Um, yeah grand floridian yeah so all those monorail resorts can be walkable um you can take or you can take bow or like transportation is easier so like location is very valuable as well mm-hmm. closer to where you want to go
0: this is true yes yeah.
1: um next one is uh use of magic bands to open the hotel ro- hotel doors yeah
0: although i mean it, it is i know it, some people get more of a kick out of than others do it is nice yeah i mean it's nice not having to use a card true because the cars is easy easy to lose
1: mm-hmm. just right there and you can also
0: with disney you've got the backup of your phone as well
1: yeah and your kids can open the doors true
0: it can cause fights though
1: not with our well not yet with well ours. i mean if we
0: have opened the door before she's
1: able to do it oh yes it can be an mm-hmm. issue yeah but yeah yep. but that is nice too uh free transportation buses skyliner monorail boat what have you now some off-site hotels do offer transportation Usually buses, but it isn't always free and it can be not consistent with timing. And yeah. Everything. I
0: mean, a lot of places will offer it because they can list, they can show that it offers it, but mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, basically if you're trying to rope drop or it's not going to probably get you there in a timely manner, more than likely sometimes. Like for instance, when we stayed at Swan and Dolphin, that bus, they have bus transportation that takes you to Disney, but it took you to Magic Kingdom, but it drops you off at TTC in the parking lot.
1: Because it's no longer Disney, right, right? Because
0: Disney's not providing the bus shuttles to them, yeah. so um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, was... it's easier Disney transportation. I mean, even though we talk about, we don't really enjoy the buses that much ourselves, but it is nice, and it's better than what you're going to find. I mean, you know, if you have your own car, that's one thing, but uh, yeah, the offsite hotels just can't really compete on that level. Yeah,
1: correct, correct. Um, okay, another pro would be the sixty day plus ten ADR window. Let me explain what that means. So for hotel guests, you have the sixty day ADR window just like everybody else. But if you're a guest, you have ten extra days in that window to make your reservations further out. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. So if you have a reservation on for like seven seven days and it starts on a Monday, it goes to the next Sunday. On that Monday of that sixty day window, or sixty day window that's six days before, on that The day you can make that first Monday reservation, you can make reservations for all the days of your vacation up to ten days. So if you're off site, you can only make it one day at a time. So you get up early. Every every morning you have to get up. It's just like they did with fast passes. Yeah. Where it used to be the 60 day window for fast passes. Um and then it's 30 days for um off site, and they had to do it every day. Yep. So uh yeah. The
0: caveat to that though is that we talked about before: if you're if you're gonna pop between resorts, you do mm-hmm. it doesn't apply. Then you do have to do so. If you're saying two nights here, three nights here, two nights there, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to at least have three separate times to plan those.
1: Yeah, they just haven't figured out I, how I feel to like it's link an, all that together. I would feel
0: like that's an easy fix, but yeah, I mean it's all in the same yeah. property. But that's that's the one caveat to that if you're splitting hotel stays. So. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, unfortunate. Uh, Magical Express which is valid until the end of 2021 and then it's over (laughs) that's another discussion altogether um but you still have that available until the end of the year
0: yeah i still i still feel like there's got to be something they're going to announce to replace that But maybe not but yeah if you're if you're playing in 2022 can't rely on magical express at least so
1: yeah um Okay, so beginning sometime this year, we don't know exactly when they will have the half-hour early theme park entry, and that's available at every park every day, and you basically just get to get in thirty minutes earlier than off-site guests. Yeah. Um, and it's basically replacing extra magic hours, which we'll talk about in a second. But yeah. Uh, there's also free theme park parking, so you may have to, um you know if you're offsite, you have to pay for parking but if you are onsite, site you can just park at the parks for free
0: yeah and this is at the parks not the mm-hmm. hotel so you have to pay hotel parking at any hotel basically mm-hmm. but if you're going to the parks yeah it's covered if you're staying on property
1: yes uh DVC members renting points you get free parking uh other guests may pay for parking most off-site hotels charge for parking as well like you just said yeah. um, and then you can charge to your room with your magic band or key to the world card so charging privileges, which a lot of people like, mm-hmm. we don't really use that, do we? No, not
0: really.
1: I mean, it's like a—it's a hard way to keep track of. What I'm expense. not a
0: big fan of. Ju- I mean, in general, and it, that's just me. And like, when money management, I'm not a huge fan of just charging things to rooms because it's kind of like it's purchasing things without it, like it's that no impact purchasing. Like you don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. it can get dangerous if you're not careful. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So those are all the the one the benefits as of you know this year. Yeah, what you can do if you're staying on property.
0: Yeah, uh, so. and that's so yeah, that's on property. So, um, real quick, we can talk about before we go into staying off site, what used to be a pro of staying on property because it has changed mm-hmm. quite a bit.
1: We've lost a couple things. Yes, extra magic hours. No longer. Either an hour before the park opens or three hours after, no longer. Well, what
0: they've done now is they get 30 minutes early. Right. And they're just basically turning what used to be after hours dark. That's just going to be the extra thing you pay for.
1: Like Disney after hours? Yep. Yep. That's Mm -hmm.
0: what it'll be. Uh,
1: Complimentary magic bands. So you can still use magic bands to open your door, like we talked about. But they will not issue those for free anymore when you book your... Vacation package your room. Um it's $5 for a basic, you know, just like a standard one and then they upcharge you like, you know, 10, 15, 20, $25 for the more um, trendy ones, I guess, more elaborate ones. Yes. Um, yeah, so they're no longer free. Uh the fast passes, we used to be able to make 60-day 60, uh, 60 days in advance fast passes like we talked about before versus 30 days for offsite. That's no longer a thing because Fast Passes are no longer a thing. Right. (laughs) Um, And then the park reservations that they have now, there's no limit. You know, whenever you want to make them, however however far they have them available, you can make them. Mm -hmm. If you have a package and you have valid tickets. Um, Same thing with ADR. You used to be able to make uh, 180 day out ADR, I mean, dining reservations. And now it's 60, Um, but you still had that $10 or 10 day window that was extra so yeah that's different uh disney dining plan no longer a thing
0: although it'll probably come back you think so i think free dining is probably done
1: free dining is probably gone i think yeah. disney
0: want to get rid of free dining for a while and mm-hmm. yeah they'll just yep. it'll just phase its way up
1: and um package pickup at your resort gift shop um probably will return it's not a thing right now now you can pick up your package at the front of the park just like everybody else you just can't do it at your resort so it'll probably come back i mean there's really no
0: reason why you couldn't right now i think it's just staffing yeah Yeah, they just don't want to do it right now yeah pretty much yeah so yeah that's what used to be so that's all the stuff about on property that is and was uh and now we'll talk about pros of staying off site um so and the first one's probably the most obvious one
1: it's a big one. Uh, it can be cost effective.
0: Staying on Disney property is not cheap.
1: I, this is the number one reason why people stay off property, I think. Yeah. Right? Um, you could spend less for the same size specs of the room than you would on site. And you could save thousands of dollars doing that.
0: Well, I mean, you can spend less. I mean, you can spend the same amount you would spend at a value and get, you know, a one bedroom suite at a lot of places that are yeah. off site. It's true um yeah i mean we've you know we've talked about we talk about universal obviously surfside and, and dockside as a good example but even places um you know we've stayed at uh, um uh, uh Wyndham, bonnet creek mm-hmm. is a really good example of that's as close as you're going to get to disney property that being i mean you're technically on disney property but it's just mm-hmm. not disney running it right you can get some really good deals there
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that we have stayed at that sheraton sort of similar thing as to bonnet mm-hmm. creek and that was Huge, and I think we were paying
1: it was cheap, maybe yeah
0: eighty bucks a night,
1: it wasn't that cheap wasn't but it that was cheap. pretty it was, it was anyway it was
0: somewhere around there, and that was mm-hmm. a ten minute drive to Disney, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you can definitely save a lot of money uh by staying on property,
1: yep, you for sure I and mean, there's just
0: definitely. no there's no two ways to put that you can just save a lot of money staying off property, yep, but with that comes other things as well. You gotta have a car,
1: yeah, there's know. a lot of logistics, yeah, yeah for sure. So, um, another pro of staying off-site is it is maybe easy to travel to or closer to places that aren't Disney. So if you are wanting to do a Disney and Universal, let's say Disney and Universal vacation, maybe you stay at Universal and then go to Disney back and forth, or you just stay off-site between both of them. Yeah, like you know, like there's a lot more or um, sea, you know,
0: Sea World, Legoland. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. there's a lot. You know, I know right now I don't think it's running, but you've got Cape Canaveral with Kennedy Mm -hmm. Space Center and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, Orlando, well, especially under normal circumstances, but going forward, it's a very huge tourist attraction area outside of just Disney. Obviously, Disney's a huge part of that. So it is easier, you know, to get to other places if you're staying a little off-site property sometimes.
1: Yeah, for sure. And one of the other pros of staying off-site would be that some Disney good neighbor hotels have the same benefits as on-site hotels, like I'm guessing early theme park entry would be one of them, and yes, the I don't know if the 60 days plus the ADR thing, like the plus the 10 ADR, I don't know if that's a thing. Um, there's a lot of benefits that those good neighbor hotels were getting that on-site guests were getting. Um, so, so if you stay at one of those, you know you're getting all of these benefits and a cheaper cost.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of, and that's been a, a point of contention with a lot of people, and understandably, that there's not as many, you know, advantages to staying at Disney property as there used to be, and some of those have been spread to some of these offsite hotels. But I think part of that, especially the Disney Springs area, was that Disney Springs was under construction for so long, and it impacted those hotels so drastically. I think it could be this period of time where it's sort of like a, a makeup, like, We're sorry, something Mm -hmm. like that, potentially. But maybe, yeah, I mean, it definitely, I will say this Disney's made it uh, easier to stay off property, I would say, in the past few Mm -hmm. years versus on, with, and especially now with, you know, if they're taking away Magical Express and not replacing that, I feel like that's even more of a, you know, that was a big reason a lot of people stayed on property because you don't have to worry about a car. You just show up at Disney and the Disney will take you everywhere. And they'll still take you everywhere. You just got to get yourself to Disney at that point. Yeah. And, you know, MCO is not the club. I mean, it's a 45-minute drive somewhere around there. So not necessarily a cheap taxi ride, probably take a shuttle. Again, this is if they don't do anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, you know, we, we obviously love staying on property, but especially with us as our family, you know, now there's four of us and we need a little bit more space. You know, we we're finding ourselves, especially with Universal, being able to stay in a they call it two bedroom, but a one bedroom essentially for eighty to ninety dollars a night. Uh, it's very very difficult to mm-hmm. beat, and it's mm-hmm. it, you know in that case it's like it's a fifteen twenty minute drive to Disney. Okay.
1: Yeah, you and know. you have comparable th- theming. Yeah. Kind. Of, I mean, yeah. and
0: their and the Universal hotels are great. Like I don't mm-hmm. have any problem with them at all. Yeah. So. Um and there's other ones around and we'll do more we've had a lot of people asking about some offsite hotels, mm-hmm. so we'll probably do more of just some of the ones around there to kind of give more reviews on them but there's there's some really solid offsite hotels around disney um like I said before, we really enjoyed bonnet creek, and I feel like mm-hmm. that was one that was very that resort and that place itself was nice um mm-hmm. disney like if you will, the way yep. they did a lot of stuff so yep. um yeah, I mean, the main pro of staying off-site is is saving money. I mean, really.
1: So, what do you think? Do you think right now, as things stand, do you think it's worth it to stay on property, like, like for you? Uh, it just it just
0: depends. <laughs> if it's you know, if it's you and I, it's very easy to go on go to Disney. Be in the bubble. Take whatever transportation you want. You know, whatever. Um, with the kids, it gets a little different because you got the stroller and you got the kids. Um, and folding up that stroller to get on buses is a uh, it, it, not a lot of fun. Well, to do that. But
1: at the other hand, though, if you're off site, often you are not as close. You're and not. That's a long, long travel time for children back and forth to the hotel if you're off site.
0: Well, I mean, it depends on where you're staying, but probably 10, 15, 20 minutes, maybe. Like, it's not terrible. Um, I'm, I'm the one. I'm the type of person that like I enjoy having my own car when at Disney. I'm not that you know. I've, we talked about this before. The buses are are fine, but if if we can avoid the buses, we typically will. We'll take the buses to Magic Kingdom because you know if you can avoid going to TTC, you know that's that's a plus. But, mm-hmm. um, okay, I, I, I mean, it's, I'm answer. I'm I'm I think. I'll say it depends but for us I think a lot of times having that extra space whether I mean if for instance a one bedroom if we're going to Disney it it's going to run 4 or 500 a night
1: uh, for a one bedroom If not even more oh, way more, more.
0: so yeah. I think for us and, and, and you know I think the kids are happier with a little bit more space we're happier with a little bit more space I I think I definitely see how it's worth it to stay off property to pay, even if you're paying less and getting more space. And I'm the type Mm -hmm. of person I like space. Yeah. Um, But I do love staying, again, I love staying on Disney property. And when, you know, we obviously do stay on Disney property periodically and and all the time. But I I think with some of the perks being taken away from staying on Disney property, it definitely makes the choice a little easier Mm -hmm. to be like, yeah, we'll just stay at Dockside. And, and, yeah. and we like going to Universal. We'll go to Universal or whatever or, or stay at Bonnet Creek or some other one. It, it kind of yeah. makes it where it's just not as a difficult decision, I suppose.
1: Well, and, and it's easy because we do have our own car. Right. Um, for, for someone coming in from, I don't know, from other parts of the country, flying in, let's say there's a family of five. Um, they have, you know, kids in the in the elementary age, uh, younger kids, um, you know, never been to Disney. Do they stay in the bubble? Do they do they stay on site? I would say they do. Probably. I still they you still know, do.
0: That's one of those things where you just start getting into spreadsheet math and being like, okay, <laughs> rental car, yeah. paying to park.
1: Again with the pricing. It's the pricing is like it the is, main one. But
0: a lot of times you can even you know, it, and that's where you think say too, if like if it's break even for staying on property versus staying off property, but off property you get more room and you're gonna be there mm-hmm. for Let's say you're there for two weeks. Mm-hmm. I personally wouldn't want to be, you know, I love you guys with all my heart. I don't want to be in a studio hotel <laughs> with you guys for two weeks.
1: No thank you. Yeah. So yeah. it's
0: just one of those things where it just depends on, you know, your family, or if it's just if it's you and you know, if it's you and I only, there's not a big of a deal staying that no. so, so it's just very dependent. But I think a lot of times, you know, you could even you get more definitely off property. Mm-hmm. And so I think the bigger your family is, I think that's why you see a lot of bigger families, for the most part, typically stay on property.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Airbnb's um, condos. There are yeah, there's those. Especially too. like the big. The if you come as a big group, mm-hmm. if you're coming with like twelve people and you all want to stay in the same place, I would rent a condo, a yeah. grand villa <laughs> at like I don't know Zaratoga or Oaky West is still gonna run you like thousands and thousands of dollars if you're doing like a week vacation yeah. whereas you go off site you could you could sig- save some significant money well some of these condos um, too are
0: themed i mean they'll have like a I star know. wars room and all this stuff like that yeah. so you know it's-
1: yeah it just depends like yeah if, if you can afford if you can afford the cost of of staying on site that's pretty much what it comes down to if you can afford to stay on site and stay on site right it's I mean kinda, obviously it's my uh,
0: staying on property versus staying on property just becomes a budget in uh, what you're willing to spend so if you're yeah. at a certain budget level it doesn't matter to you then it's yeah. not really a, a thing but you know most families are on some sort of budget right weighing pros and cons with it so yeah and so. if
1: you're from if those people that like just don't want to be bombarded with disney 24 7 then yeah off-site may be better for you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but, I mean I will say yeah. for
0: us too uh, as the kids are getting a little older and and our, you know, obviously the way we vacations change, I, staying off site is, is, I don't have a problem with it, you know.
1: But we also go a lot. We do. We go so a lot. So we can say that. Of course.
0: And that's what I'm saying. Our situation is different It's than so most. different. Yes. Um, But, I, you know, I will say just in our situation, speaking from our experience of it, that whole, you know, as much as we do love staying a property, it's, you know, there are benefits for sure of having that extra, for sure, just having that extra space, really. Yeah
1: yeah that's true so spacing is a plus um uh you know cost is a plus of staying off site and and staying on site though i mean i know we i know we talked about it just you know and and we've said it before is staying in that disney bubble the location and and the theming is just i i miss it when if we stay on off property yeah i miss that part yeah like i know that i'm not in the bubble i'm just like this isn't as magical, <laughs> if that makes sense. Right. Um, Which is why Disney
0: charges the prices that they charge. Yeah, because I they know. Can get they it. do.
1: Yeah. I know. I know.
0: And Disney's not going to get into a, a price war with offsite hotel. They're just going to say, this is our price, and this is what comes with it, and there's plenty of people are willing to pay it. So That's
1: true. You know. That's true. Yeah.
0: So, which is why Universals, I think that part of their strategy is taking a dent into that and having really nice values mm-hmm. at a very, I mean, they're pricing to the point where it's making people think, well, mm-hmm. get a two bedroom. It's, te- it's really a one bedroom. They call it a two bedroom for less than you're going to pay at All Star M- Music or something. Yeah. You know, that causes yeah. families in that situation to sit there and take a second look at it, you know, and understandably.
1: Yep. Just to recap. It depends on what you're coming for. It depends on your budget. Yeah. It depends on how much Disney you want. Well, and um, I don't want to sit here and say it's but.
0: worth it or it's not because, it, again, everything's subjective. And I don't want, you know, it's, people could be wanting to go to Disney on a very tight budget. And, I, and you, you don't want to get in their head that, like, it's it's not going to be a great trip if they're not staying on property.
1: Oh, it, that's, would, f- it would be a great trip even if you're right. on property. Right. That's yeah. not true.
0: It, it's, it can be great no matter where you're staying. Yeah. So that's the, that's always the thing I'm hesitant to be like, Oh, you have to stay on property because if not, it's not the same. And I know when I talked about staying on property, but part of it was I went with you and it was planned and it was just a different trip. And I was, I was older, stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, you have to do what's best for you and your budget. And again, if you decide to stay on property, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have a great trip. There's just going to be aspects of your trip that are going to be different versus staying on property, but it doesn't mean it's going to be worse necessarily. Um, right. You know, so yeah, I just don't want to feel I don't, I don't, I'm always hesitant to say because I don't want people to feel some sort of pressure as if, like, oh, we're not staying on property, so we're, uh, my, you know, going into the vacation feeling like they're not gonna have a great time. Oh, no, you know, that's that's what I'm always hesitant when mm. talking about that. So, agreed. But, all right, anything else you want to add? All right, no, I'm good. Well, if you're gonna go to Disney and you're staying off property or on property, <laughs> you're gonna need some Disney shirts, go to ctmshirts.com <laughs> yes. and get yourself some awesome apparel. We have the new, uh, we got. We still have the Gaston shirt that just came out, Mm -hmm. and uh, we got the Lost Princess Company frying pan, or yeah, Lost Princess frying pan company shirts, and uh, we got some new shirts coming out every month. And uh, we're working on; we've had a lot of requests for uh, like toddler and youth prints and sizes. We are in the midst of that, and we're gonna have some uh, like you know toddler and youth specific prints that are gonna come out as well. Because I mean, we have some cute kids; we'll just use them to model it, basically. It's true. And Jamie's like, I need, they need new clothes all the time anyway. So there you go. So uh, yeah, we got that coming That's on true. its way. Uh, so again, go to cteamshirts.com and if you're a Club 32 member, you're going to get 20% off of that year round. Uh, you won't get any, you know, we always get, Club 32 gets the biggest discounts on anything, even on Black Friday. So um, you're always going to get the best deal in there, plus everything else you get there. So if you want part of that, again, go to cteamshirts.com and then you can go to cteamvip.com and join that to get even cheaper shirts. So, all right, that'll do it that so all right anything else you want to add about everything we talked about i'm good you're good okay i'm good as well so thank you for joining us jamie thank you thank you everybody for listening thank you club 32 uh, for joining us and uh, as jamie always likes to say
1: we will see you in the parks bye